The Institute for Human-Centered Design's West End office has no stairs, only ramps. And if you look up, you see round, white panels hanging from the ceiling. The panels absorb sound, which reduces echo and makes communication easier. We have built-in bidets in our toilets. We have automatic faucets and lights. That's Valerie Fletcher, the Institute's executive director. We learn all the time, though, about how we can modify things to make them better. The Institute's mission is to promote a model of accessibility called inclusive design. The idea is that buildings and transit systems should go beyond legal accessibility requirements to serve as many people as possible. For example, a building designed to meet code and nothing else might have stairs out front and a ramp around back. But an inclusively designed building would have just one ground level entrance for everyone. Willa Crolius, a designer who works with the Institute, says it's a question of equality. I thought we, we learned in this country that separate's not equal. And so really we should be trying to get everyone in to use the space at the same time in the same way. To test out designs, the Institute goes through a process called contextual inquiry. They hire people called user experts who have various disabilities and limitations. Anything from physical disabilities to brain injuries to mental illnesses. The user experts explore spaces and give feedback. Right now, Crolius is using contextual inquiry to update the MBTA's disability guide for the first time in almost 30 years. On a warm November morning, Crolius stands in South Station and explains her plan for the next hour. You know, we're in South Station now. We're going to take the commuter rail to Back Bay. So it's going to be kind of a quick experience on the commuter rail. And then we're going to transfer onto the Orange Line and get to Ruggles. And then ideally, if we still have time, I want to go to Dudley. Crolius and a colleague are going to follow Emma DeFrancesco, a recent college grad and Medford resident, as she navigates the route. DeFrancesco is autistic and says loud noises can stress her out. It's like I don't always have problems like hearing things. I, I, have, pro I have sometimes trouble like when there's like a lot of noise and stuff like trying to like form my thoughts and have them come out of my mouth. The commuter rail is quiet, but that's not the case on the Orange Line train to Ruggles. It's decent. It's nice. Oh, the sound travels weirdly in here. Crolius also focused on issues that would affect almost anyone taking the MBTA. She had DeFrancesco rate Back Bay's commuter rail platform in two basic categories. If you could rate the sort of cleanliness of this station 1 to 10, what would you give it? Yeah, about five. Five. Okay. What about your levels of feeling safe on this platform? One to, one to ten. About a seven. Okay. I can see how some people would rate it a lot lower. It's like it's broad daylight and it still feels like it's nighttime here. The trip to Dudley ends up taking about an hour. Dudley Station, Silver Line, and Bus Connection. So this is where we're going to try to get off. Please use the crosswalks. Are there three main points that you'd really want us to sort of bring up with the MBTA? Um, uh, sort of the sound traveling in a closed space, the uh, very significant lack of uh, directions in Back Bay, and sort of like the, you can't really tell which bus is where. Crolius says designers can miss these issues if they stay in the office. It's the inefficiency of it, and also I think sometimes people are scared of it because 
when you're working that intimately with people, things go wrong. You get people who get up on a soapbox and start yelling at you, but that's okay, it's their community. They're living with this thing that you're designing. By the end of the project, Crolius will have traveled around on the tee with about 20 different user experts. The MBTA could take her recommendations and use them in renovations in years to come. For WTBU, I'm Miranda Suarez in Boston.